The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. everyone and welcome to the absolutely not podcast if you're wondering why i am sitting in a hotel room or if you're listening to this on audio only this is the most boots on the ground in the words of nini leaks welcome to the ghetto operation you have ever seen i am in los angeles i just finished the grammys last night doing the red carpet which we're going to recap but usually i go to the studio here in la And this is not me shitting on LA, okay? I'm a gal from the South. I understand what happens when extreme weather comes in, but we had a torrential downpour these last two days and everything is closed. When I say the podcast studios, which is in a giant, giant elevated building, I don't know why my podcast studios are closed, but either way, everything's closed. So my sweet, dear angel baby, Emily is here. She ran over. She had to walk up six flights of stairs because the stair, the elevators are out of my hotel. We have the camera set up. We're doing this in bed in my hotel room, and I'm recording on GarageBand. This could not be more boomty of an operation, but you know what? This just goes to show how fucking dedicated I am to the podcast, because what would happen? The episode would be late on Wednesday, and some woman named Shirley would be giving me a fucking attitude about it. Little did she know that Emily had to walk up six flights of stairs at the Edition Hotel. Little did they know that I had to find fucking galoshes to put on to get through the mean streets of LA, only to find out that my podcast studio is not open for business. So I don't want y'all to ever say that I don't give you 115 fucking percent. I've been doing this podcast for four years. All right? I... I... I work hard, okay? <laughs> I know I look like hell right now. If you're watching this online, I look like hell, okay? I'm in my new Aviator Nation sweats that I bought for 20% off at the Wynn Hotel in Vegas. If you can see this online, I have a spray tan that looks like I have been jerking off, you know, people from Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. It's all over my hand. I'm a mess. I'm an absolute mess. But we're going to get into why I'm a mess and um, what an incredible weekend this was. So let's start. For, I feel like I need a microphone. I'm not holding anything. So I'm going to hold the 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 channel changer. Yeah, what do you call this, Emily? Do you call it a remote? Do you call it? I call it a clicker. 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 Emily's from Boston. She should know this. My mom calls it a clicker. So I'm always like, where's the clicker? The, you know, the, the doohickey, the thingamabob. Anyways, so let's start off the weekend. We went to Vegas, had an incredible show at the Win in Las Vegas. Also, in Vegas, you never know what you're going to get. When you're doing a show in Vegas, you don't know if the audience is going to be blackout drunk, if they're actually your fans, if they're people who just got free tickets, you know, while playing roulette because they're high rollers. You never know what you're going to get. Such a great audience came out on Saturday night. It was so much fun, but it was wild. We had one woman named, was it Beatrice? It was Beatrice adjacent from Alabama. I was doing my Alabama football bits. And then this woman halfway through the show just became unhinged, unbridled with not joy, but maybe rage and anger and just started shushing me in the middle of my show. I mean, we're maybe 90 minutes in. I'm about to do the closer and she's just shushing me. She then starts screaming, I'm Miss Alabama. I'm Miss Alabama. Which I replied, what, in 1963, which was an ageist joke. I apologize, but I don't apologize. 
So anyways, it was an absolute shit show. So much fun. And then, you know, you just get this one woman who just kept screaming, I'm Miss Alabama. And I was like, you know what, ma'am? It's time for you to go back to the craps table. I don't know what to do right now, but I gotta, I gotta wrap this up. So as always, though, Vegas and shout out to the Wynn Hotel for putting us up, making it right, keeping it tight. We always have a great time when we're there. But we got through the show and then we got to go to this cool experience. Um, Griffin, the DJ, if you don't know Griffin, he's incredible, had a private room for us at Delilah. His wife was a fan um, and one of our other friends, Brooke, was had grown up with his wife. Anyways, long story short, I got to see the real side of what it's like to be a Vegas DJ. So we go to this secret dinner at Delilah, which is just like the best spot at the Wynn. And Griffin came to my show. Guys, I've never had a DJ at any of my shows. And let me tell you right now, I told you this last summer. My goal for my time off was to learn how to DJ. Well, I, I didn't never got the, the real lessons on how to hit the ones and twos because I never had a professional. You know what I mean? It's like when I plan on picking up my golf game again, Where who am I going to call? Mel Reed. I'm going to call Maria Fossey. I'm going to call real professionals. I don't want to half-ass it. I don't want to watch a video on YouTube on how to get good. I want to go to the pros. I've got money now. If you don't think I can buy my way into being better at things and the, the common folk, then I'm not doing it right. You got a couple bucks in your pocket and you're not calling a ring ring a professional, then what the fuck are you doing? I mean, my God, the whole reason of making money is to just hang out with other people who also have money. So anyways, long story short, we get to go to this cool dinner. I was so flattered that Griffin came to the show. I am sure that he was a little like, what the fuck was my show? He said he had a great time. He's a golfer, so he loved all the golf jokes. But I am sure that he kind of was like, who is this fucking woman? Because he's cool. He lives in Palm Springs. You know what I mean? He was like flying on vacation the next day, doing the damn thing. The DJ life and the stand-up comedy life could not be more different, okay? Now, granted, we are both treated like kings when we perform at the win. He had the same suite I had. It was the same operation. But I definitely think when you're a DJ, it's um you're dealing with a lot less riffraff. Or you know what? Actually, I could be wrong. I did ask Griffin, and I don't want to speak for him, but I said, what's the most annoying thing that can happen at your show? Because you see at my shows, I have random women just scream that they were Miss Alabama. He's like, there's nothing worse when, when somebody puts up on their cell phone, like, you know, play Kelly Clarkson. No hate, no shade to Kelly Clarkson. We love Kelly Clarkson. But you know, he's like, I have my set list. I know I love mixing songs. I love to play my own music, and I love to play other people's music. But there's nothing worse when somebody just keeps saying, like, play Cardi B. And he's like, I'm not in the mood to play Cardi B be that night. So in a way, comedians and DJs actually, now that I think about it, are kind of similar. We can get heckled. I mean, having somebody throw up a sign in the middle of your set saying, play something that you're already not playing is kind of like getting heckled. I mean, it's like having a woman scream, I miss Alabama. Ma'am, no one gives a fuck. If nobody wants to play Kelly Clarkson, we don't want to play her, but we love her. But it just doesn't mix sometimes going from Kelly into Pitbull into, you know, I don't know, the Vanga Boys. I did ask, I did ask Griffin if there was one song he hated to play. And he said he doesn't hate to play any specific song because he loves music. But I did ask him to play Who Let the Dogs Out? And he did a deep eye roll. So I was, <laughs> I was very disappointed that and we were buddies, like we were, we were boys. We were hanging out in his suite. I got to see the whole operation, how he mixes all the music beforehand. He takes days to get his set list together. And he's really, really, I mean, I got to get, he is an artiste. He plays his own music, plays his own instruments, but he also 
mixes the way his mixes are insane. So I was seeing how he put it together. And I was like, I love seeing inside the operation. There used to be a show on Bravo with James Lipton and it was called inside the actor studio. And if you don't think that that was my porn, I mean, I would watch that and watch like Meryl Streep get interviewed on like, you know, her process and how she got into character. And that's what I would jerk off to. I mean, that stuff makes me hot and horny. So seeing behind, behind the curtain, if you will, I like to see how the, how the soup gets made nuts to bolts, baby. I like to see how, <laughs> I just said on camera and on GarageBand that I jerk off to Meryl Streep. <laughs> I'm sorry, Emily. I'm so sorry. To my audience, I'm sorry. I'm on a roll today. Anyways, all of this being said, that's what I, I really enjoy seeing people's processes. That's why I love a documentary. You know, I like to get in. I like to see what makes people tick. I want to know what's going on behind the scenes. Regardless, I was very grateful that DJ Griffin let me inside, you know, behind the ropes. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all in your terms. Listen, Squarespace makes it so freaking easy. You know what I mean? I hear it all the time. The girlies are intimidated. How do I start this business? I got to build the website. I got to do this. I got to do that. Y'all use Squarespace, okay? It is so awesome. You can literally just plug into the platform that they've already built. They have all sorts of different templates and you can run your business. The cool thing is, dude, you can make custom merch. You can easily sell custom merch and create a passive income stream that engages your audience and scales your brand. Design your products and production, inventory and shipping are all handled for you, saving you time and money. They also have an online store. Say you want to sell your wares. You can sell your products on an online store. Whether you sell physical, digital, or service products, Squarespace has the tools you need to start selling online. I love it too. Like say you want to host some videos. They have a whole video collection. You can put your content up. You can organize your video library, showcase all of the incredible things that you want to do with your business. They've got analytics, blogging tools, and you can make appointments. Say you've got some sort of forward-facing appointment-based business. Well, you can literally beautifully showcase your services and more through Squarespace. All you got to do is head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to www.squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or a domain. Again, go to squarespace.com slash absolutely to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using code absolutely. Love you, mean it. February is a month of love and there is nothing I love more than a comfortable bra. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to feel sexy, but I like to be able to come home after a long day and still feel comfortable in my bra and not feel like I want to rip it off. Listen, today's sponsor, Honey Love has revolutionized the bra game. Say goodbye to underwire and bulky fabrics that trap heat. Nobody wants hot titties, baby. Honey Love's bra features supportive bonding that eliminates the need for underwire without sacrificing lift. Plus, they're made with fabric that's so soft, it feels like a second skin. When I got my Honey Love bra, I was literally like, throw all the rest of the shit away. This is so comfortable. You'll immediately feel and see the difference. It's so next level comfortable, you'll forget you're wearing it. For a limited time only, you can get Honey Love on sale and get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link. Go to honeylove.com slash absolutely. 
absolutely. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash absolutely. I freaking love Honey Love. It's one of the best in the biz. Also, one of the reasons I love it for a more relaxed lounge bra, I recommend their V-Bra. It offers the support of a traditional bra without the uncomfortable underwire. It's designed to lift, separate with molded cups, and it's not a shelf-like bra that creates that uni-boob effect. There's nothing more annoying than when people are like, oh, wear a little bralette, wear this, wear that. Well, when you have double Ds, you can't, okay? I don't want one giant boob in the middle of my chest. That's why I love their V-Bra. And pair your V-Bra with their breathable and versatile leggings or get the matching shapewear for your crossover bra. I love a lot of their shapewear. It's so comfortable. I wore it during the entire time I was doing the Grammys and the Emmys. I used all their shapewear. Treat yourself to the best bras on the market. Save 20% off at honeylove.com slash absolutely. And use our exclusive link to get 20% off at honeylove.com slash absolutely. After your purchase, just let them know where you heard about us. Please support our show. And hey, tell them I sent you. Treat yourself to Honey Love because you deserve it. My dogs mean the world to me. Okay. They are the absolute loves of my life angel babies. And every time I take them to the vet for a checkup, the vet's always like, what are you feeding these dogs? Because their coat looks healthy and shiny. Their teeth look good. They're at a healthy weight. What are we feeding them? And I say farmer's dog. And then my vet's always like, great choice. I love farmer's dog because it isn't just fresh, higher quality food. They also send the food pre-portioned specifically for your dog based on their unique nutritional needs. This makes it easy to help your dog maintain their ideal weight, which is one of the biggest indicators of a full, healthy life. Dogs at a healthy weight can live up to 2.5 years longer than overweight dogs. Okay, hello. Probably relates to humans too. A fresh diet has also been found to have all sorts of benefits from healthier coat and skin to better breath, even easier digestion and smaller, better poops. Hello, we love that. It doesn't matter if your dog is young or old. It's always the right time to begin investing in their health. That's why I love Farmer's Dog. Farmer's Dog is the freaking best. I'm able to go in there and make very specific changes. Like I know macaroni doesn't do well with turkey or any sort of poultry. So I make sure they send pork and beef and other things that she can handle. And they send it pre-portioned. It's literally frozen. It comes conveniently to my door. If I'm out of town, I can stop the shipment for a little bit. It is so, so freaking convenient. I just lay it out on the counter overnight, put it in the fridge overnight, and then the dogs go absolutely Absolutely apeshit for it. They love it. Listen, get 50% off your first box of fresh, healthy food at thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. Plus, you get free shipping. Just go to thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely to get 50% off. That's thefarmersdog.com slash absolutely. So I knew that I had to be on a flight at 8 a.m. I had a 7 a.m. call pickup time the next day. I wasn't drinking. I was like, I can go see how the, the you know, how the, the cookies crumble, if you will, see how the bread gets made and be fine. I'm able to go out and have a great time with no alcohol. I, that's just, it's one of the many perks about me that makes me such a superior human to a lot of other people. But we went to the DJ booth, right? So we're at Club Excess at the Win. He didn't go on till 1, 1 a.m. I said, listen, Griffin, my boy, I want to see this set but I can only stay for 45 minutes because my ass has to be rested because I got to get up and do the red carpet for the Grammys tomorrow. He's like, girl, I get it. Come for the first 45 minutes. You're going to get the whole vibe of it. I'll put you up on stage. You can hit the foghorn. Next thing you know, you're going to be live, laugh, loving. And he got it. He got it. From one true professional to another, he got it. So we roll into Club Excess. We're in the DJ booth. Dude, it was the wildest experience I have ever experienced in my life. 
First of all, we're walked down there with security and entourage. It's a whole thing. Now, when I get walked to my comedy shows at the Wynn, of course, I have a security guard. Shout out to Colt. He's my boy. But it's a lot less like there's a lot less people. It's a lot more chill. You know, nobody fucking recognizes me. I'm in my Aviator Nation suit that I bought for 30% off at the shops at the Wynn. You know what I mean? Like, I look pretty road hard, put away wet. People see me on stage. And the first thing they usually say at a meet and greet is, wow, you're so pretty in real life. Because usually on the internet, I look fucking busted. I look like I have been sucking dick underneath a bridge for cocaine. It's just, it is what it is. I have two modes. Crack whore and Marilyn Monroe. So anyways, we're walking. We get there. We're at the booth. They have their own bartender. I'm making sure everybody gets drinks. I'm drinking my water like a good little girl. And then all of a sudden, Griffin gets ready to jump up into the booth. And it was just, it was electrifying, right? Like, he gets on the mic, he's hiding below, and you know I love a shock and awe, he's hiding below, and then the fog horns go off, it's like, here, here, and then he pops up, like a little, almost like a little gremlin, he like pops up into the DJ booth, and it was electrifying, the crowd goes fucking nuts, everyone was losing their shit, losing their mind, it was absolutely out of control, he invited me to jump up, I got to stand there while the beat was dropping, and it was to the song Titanium. I'm a little hoarse. I can't really hit the notes today. <laughs> um, I just need to go ahead and apologize to Josh, who is my audio editor for um, this podcast. I'm so sorry. Anyways, so I'm standing up there. And I realized in that moment, I'm like, dude, I'd be a fucking great DJ. And I hate when people say, oh, I'd be a really great comedian. People say I'm funny. All my friends say I'm funny and I should try stand up. No. Hey, Mark, you shouldn't. All right. It's too late. Don't do it. But when I stood up there and I felt the roar of the audience and I was like conducting the audience as the beat was about to drop, like fu- like a fucking maestro, maestro, ma- not maestro, maestro is a steakhouse. Maestro is a movie that Bradley Cooper was in and I think he got nominated for an Oscar. So regardless, I just felt it and I looked at Griffin and I just turned to him as the beat was about to drop and I go, what the fuck are we supposed to do? And he just goes, have fun. And it was fucking epic. So I had my moment. I got to see behind the scenes, the nuts and bolts, how the soup and the, the you know, the tortillas were made. I don't know. I'm just trying to find examples. What what things are made, how the forge, <laughs> had the, how the Chevy bolt is made. And then I had to put myself to bed. I'll tell you what, though, even being sober as a damn gopher, sober as a damn judge, that 7 a.m. wake up call comes quick. So next thing you know, I'm on a, I'm on a flight. Shout out to JSX fantastic operation they got running back and forth from Vegas to LA so we get on the damn flight I am I literally had the shakes from being so I think pumped with adrenaline from being in the DJ booth and we get there I go straight into hair and makeup shout out to Kiki and Jamie and Sonia my glam squad that just got me suited and booted for the Grammys and then I was right onto the red carpet it was crazy so from 7 a.m. I'm in the makeup chair at 10.30 in the morning. I am out the door at 12. I am on the red carpet at 12.30. And we were boots on the ground interviewing everybody. Y'all, the Grammys was such a wild operation. First of all, it was absolutely downpouring. Torrential, monsoon, tsunami, all of the weather elements that I could throw at you were happening, okay? It was an absolute shit show. So I'm there early. I'm able to stay dry. 
But now you're shoved in. What people don't realize when I did the Emmys, I had like my own booth. I had like a little platform, if you will. I had plenty of space. It, I mean, it wasn't bigger than a, I don't know, a two bathroom stalls you'd find at a random softball game put together. But I had space. I literally had maybe take two rulers. A ruler's what? 12 inches? 12 times two is 24. I had 24 inches of space. Okay. That's including cameras, producers, publicists, everything. So I got... My glam squad hovered in the corner trying to stay dry. I got Emily getting the behind the scenes footage for social media. I mean, we are literally neck to neck squeezed in. And when I say the Grammys was the wildest experience, because the Emmys, you know, you'd have a publicist bring somebody over. They could wait for a while. We could chit chat. But it was like one after the other. The Grammys, you're just literally yelling like, over here, over here, jelly roll, over here, over here. Hey, Doja Cat, come here. Now, I have publicists and producers that are then going and trying to grab the talent, but you are fighting for your fucking life. And there's, I'm like surrounded by real journalists. So I'm like elbowing other journalists. Shout out to my girl, Donna from the Today Show. She was next door. She, she and I were kind of playing like a cat and mouse game. I said, Donna, you take this one. I got this guy. It was the wildest experience, but it was really crazy to see the big stars like a Doja Cat, like uh, a Dua Lipa, you know, like, uh, I don't know, Olivia Rodrigo. They were absolutely not going to do any press. So they come in and you could hear them. It was the wildest thing. I felt like I was at fucking Met Gala. You could hear them, Doja Cat, Doja Cat, over here, over here. And they're just like running down the red carpet. Also, there's like 12 inches of water. Everybody's soaked. People's feet are going numb. You could hear the thunder and the lightning. And I said, this is it. This is how I'm going to die. Fighting for my life, trying to get Doja Cat to come over and do a damn interview on the red carpet, soaking wet. In Los Angeles, this is not how I saw it going down, okay? I'm not, a, I'm not a reporter, I'm a comedian. Anyways, long story short, let's talk about Doja Cat. Doja Cat <clears throat> had everything out. Nips out, bush out, full. I mean, what's the point? You know what I mean? She was running down the red carpet and she had this nice corset dress on that was pretty and see-through, sexy. But I realized that her areolas were just bouncing off the top. And I thought, oh my God, she had a nip slip. Because, you know, she was running through the rain. Her dress got a little tousled. That was it. So I turned to Emily and Jamie and I go, guys, Doja Cat's nips are out. Then when I went and saw her posed photos on the damn red carpet, nips and full bush out. And I said, that was part of the look. I didn't know. I thought I was helping her out. And she was running down the bit, running down the damn red carpet. And everyone's yelling, Doja, Doja, Doja. I thought I yelled, your nips are out. I thought I was helping her. You know, because I've been in so many experiences in my life where I'm running through the airport, my nipples out and somebody else, hey, Evie, your nips are out. I thought I was being helpful. Turns out it was a part of the look. You know, and that's what's different about the Grammys as opposed to the Emmys. People on television still have to deal with networks and everybody's signing off. You can be sexy. Remember in the television biz, you want to look hot enough that somebody wants to have sex with you. That's how you sell a show. But you don't want to look so hot that you're working the red carpet with your nips and your bush out. But the Grammys is different. It's rock and roll, baby. You know what I mean? Everybody's got their labias loose. That's the music biz. So I really thought that I was yelling at Doja Cat to help her, but I didn't realize. When the photos came out, Emily pointed out, she goes, Heather, that was a part of the look. So either way, shout out to Doja Cat for just doing her thing. It is, it, I feel like I'm saying Doja Cat a little weird. Doja, it's Doja Cat. <laughs> oh my God. 
I don't know why, but from now on, I will only refer to Doja Cat as Doja Cat. If there's one thing, my friends, I love on the weekend and during the week, who are we kidding? It's an ice cold, hard seltzer, baby, to take the edge off a little bit after we've been working our asses off. But let's get real. The usual packs and flavors are more dull than season 13 of The Real Housewives of New York. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now that season was a bust. But that's why we're excited that Truly is shaking up things with their new party pack. You know I love Truly, okay? I mean, hell, we made a Mr. Eatwell suit for Truly. We love Truly. Truly believes that life can be more refreshing when we can be real, let loose, embrace imperfections, and allow ourselves to be free from convention. That's why Truly is something for literally everyone and there are more than 30 unique flavors, including three lightly flavored mix packs, berry and new party pack. I love Truly Hard Seltzer and this is why. With only 5% alcohol by volume, 100 calories and one gram of sugar in each can, Truly is a perfect drink to keep you on track for your New Year's resolution unless your resolution was to have less fun. Listen, Truly is just one of, to me, one of the cleanest things to drink out there. I enjoy it. I love their brand new flavor, raspberry. It's delicious. But I just think Truly's great. It's delicious. It's yummy. It's my go-to drink. Listen, to find Truly Hard Seltzer near you, go to trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. That's trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. Truly Hard Seltzer. Keep it light. Truly Hard Seltzer Beverage Company, Boston, Massachusetts. Please drink responsibly. We love Truly and you will too. Trulyhardseltzer.com slash locations. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, I love receiving gifts from loved ones. Obviously, it's the thought that counts. But then there's an element of surprise you don't get when you're shopping for yourself. But you know what you do get when you're shopping for yourself? Exactly what you freaking wanted in the first place, especially when it comes to something as personal as jewelry. I just tell Jeff exactly what I want. I'm like, I will go and pick it out and show you specifically what I want. Because listen, I'm just a girl who knows what she likes. And if you're buying jewelry for yourself, there's no better place to do it than BlueNile.com. Blue Nile offers thousands of independently graded diamonds and fine jewelry at prices significantly below traditional retail. Whether you're looking for a bit of sparkle, something special for yourself, or to give the best gift of all time, Blue Nile offers some of the highest quality standards in the industry. They also offer peace of mind with every purchase with 30-day returns and a diamond price match guarantee. That's huge. If you have any questions, Blue Nile's jewelry experts are on hand day and night via phone or chat. Say you have a question about what makes one diamond different from the other. Listen, I didn't know anything about jewelry until... I knew about jewelry. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe you wanted suggestions for gifts at different budgets. Blue Nile's experts are there for you. Seriously, you can't beat the ease and convenience of Blue Nile, which makes sense because they are the original online jeweler since 1999. If we're doing everything online, we might as well be able to buy our jewelry online. So all you got to do is go to BlueNile.com to find the perfect piece today. That's BlueNile.com. Again, BlueNile.com. How much fun is it to shop for fabulous jewelry, but do it from the comfort of your own bed? That's right. Just go to BlueNile.com. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. What are some things that you want to keep the same about yourself or your life in 2024? Where are you already crushing it? Think the opposite of New Year, New You. Listen, around New Year's, we get obsessed with how to change ourselves instead of just expanding on what we're already doing right. Okay, let's think of the positives. Maybe you finally organize one part of your space so you want to tackle another. Or maybe you're taking supplements every morning and you actually want to eat breakfast too. Therapy helps you find your strengths. It's not just about fixing the quote-unquote problems that you think you have in your life. It's also about celebrating your wins. And you can ditch the extreme resolution and make changes that actually stick. Listen, I love BetterHelp, okay? BetterHelp's awesome because 
So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Celebrate the progress you've already made. Visit betterhelp.com absolutely today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, betterhelp.com slash absolutely. I love BetterHelp. It's awesome. I can do it from the comfort of my own home while I'm on the road, while I'm traveling. I can chit chat with somebody entirely online. And again, it's designed to be flexible, convenient, and suited to your schedule. So whether you want to celebrate your wins, whether you want to work through some problems, or just have somebody to chit chat with to help you be a better version of yourself, that's why I love BetterHelp. Again, it's BetterHelp, betterhelp.com slash absolutely. And check them out today to get 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash absolutely. So anyways, it was just the wildest thing. And then when Taylor Swift came, you guys, it was like, I almost thought there was a, a tremor. I almost thought there was an earthquake happening because the way it just, you could feel the energy and everything was rumbling in the red carpet in this giant tent and all. Of, and of course she came at like 4.59. The award started at five. She was there at the last second. And when I say I have never seen journalists, paparazzi, I mean, it's all media. It's all people. I mean, you have to be highly credentialed to get into the red carpet, but when I say she was must have been surrounded by 200 people trying to take her photo as she was, you know, elegantly walking like an angel from the Lord down the red carpet. And it was it was mind blowing. I'd never seen anything like it. She's tall. She's beautiful. You know, I think she might be vitamin D deficient because I definitely feel like she could have. I definitely think she, somebody needs to put that kitty cat outside for a little bit. <laughs> She was wearing white and is very fair skin. Now, granted, I got a spray tan in Vegas. So I definitely look like I have been jerking off Oompa Loompas. But regardless, regardless, she was like an angel. She was just so beautiful and creamy. That's the best way to describe Taylor Swift, creamy. I know that some people don't like the word creamy, but she just in the white dress with the fair skin, she looked creamy. It was effortless. You know, she had this long train. She just looked creamy and and delicious and now i'm making it weird but either way it was the wildest experience i have been around oscar winners i've been around a-list stars but to literally be standing next to the i i would say the most famous person and fame i'm not attracted to fame but i do think it is wild to see how people were falling out in this media tent for her it was so eye-opening and so i'm yelling at taylor like taylor taylor over here taylor you look gorgeous, never look better, like an angel from the Lord. And I do think she looked my way. People, everybody at E! News said she did not look my way. I think that's a lie. I think they don't want to admit that my cat calling to Taylor was get was getting a response. I think everybody was like, oh, Heather, stay humble. This is the second award show you've done. You think you're a fucking journalist now? Okay, you think you're Ryan Seacrest? You're not. But I do think when I yelled, you never look better, she responded. So you know what? Fuck all of you. Anywho, it was just the wildest experience. Uh, it was such a pivot from the Emmys, which was just I don't know. It was it was different interviewing TV stars and interviewing musicians. You know, when you interview a musician, you don't know if they're going to be high, drunk, in a K-hole, you know, going on an artistic journey. They could be on ayahuasca. It was just it was a totally different vibe. And I had so much fun. So shout out to E! Entertainment for having me. Thank you. If you want me to do any more of the award shows, I'm ready and I'm going to be ready. I, I'm working on my New York 
you know, reporter voice. Hey, hey, over here, Bradley Cooper. I'm ready. I, if you want, want to have me back, I'd love to be back. So anywho, that was a recap of my weekend. And then Sunday night, in the words of Hillary Duff, let the rain fall down, let it wash away. It was a shit show. We left the tent. We were safely under the tent. And then we had to get back to the Ritz. When I say it was hell, fire, it was... We were fighting for our lives. I had a sweet security guard walking me back. By the time I got back to the hotel, I was drenched, soaked to the bone. Dogs were barking. And I said, you know, I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here. So (laughs) it was such a cool opportunity. But man, what a 24 hours. And, you know, it was a lesson for myself. Every moment I was trying to enjoy every single moment of the weekend. But it's hard when you know you have the next thing happening and you got to be somewhere else in the next 10 minutes. And, you know, I know a lot of us, our lives are go, 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 go. But I had to keep telling myself I'm going to be present and pleasant in this moment and enjoy it. And man, what a fucking whirlwind. And I did have a moment while I was running through the Wynn Hotel trying to buy something materialistic to fill a void, you know, probably because I don't have children in my heart. And I was in Aviator Nation buying this insane purple jumpsuit that I'm going to wear on my flight to New Zealand. And I was giggling with my friend Brooke and, and Emily, and we were just laughing our asses off. And I said, you know what? I feel so richly blessed that I get to perform comedy, that I get to say I'm coming back to the win, that I've got a comedy show tonight. I'm doing the Grammys the next day. And then I'm going to Australia. I'm going to do shows in Australia. I have dreamed about this life for so long. So I want you guys to know, thank you for letting me do this. Thank you for letting me scream, Doja Cat, on the red carpet. I feel so unbelievably blessed and grateful. And um, I'm just very appreciative. Just so, just know that. And to the woman who came to my show who kept screaming, you know, I miss Alabama. Please do not come to another show. (laughs) Anyways, it's just been a whirlwind. So, you know, today was another humbling moment. The streets are flooding. Everything's canceled. All the meetings that I had before I'm leaving the country are all canceled. And we're just, you know, it's boots on the ground. You got to pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You got to keep it going. So I don't know. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I was going to just give you all a soft recap. But all I know is I'm very grateful to be doing what I'm doing. And, um, you know, I think I make a fairly good reporter. So hopefully we're moving in the right direction this year. I got a little anxious. I'm slowing down the tour. We're going to Australia. Then we have a couple more shows. Um, And then we're going to wrap up this tour. And then I'm going to have to go back to the drawing board. And I think I've subconsciously been very nervous about having to write a whole new show because this is my baby and having to start from scratch again. And I'm anxious about finding out whether or not the pilot for NBC gets picked up. But I'll let you in on a little secret. I'm going to find out in the next couple weeks. And anytime I found out good news or bad news, I've had to be out of the country. So I said, you know what? Tonight, I'm going to get on a plane. I'm going to go to New Zealand, have a cool experience with my husband, and then fly to Australia to meet my, you know, new people in Aussie and perform for, you know, a totally on a totally different fucking continent. And I just feel like I got to keep moving forward in the right direction. And what 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 will be will be with this show. I've worked my ass off for seven years to get this television show picked up. And they'll either give me the call that it's going to happen or not. And if it doesn't, thank God I'm in Australia. That's all I got to say. Thank God I'm in Australia. If I'm going to either mourn or celebrate, it's going to be on Bondi Beach. So 
Anyways, to wrap all this up, if you're in Australia, please get tickets at heatherontour.com. I'm going to be playing Sydney, Brisbane, Melbourne. I am so excited. And hey, if you're in New Zealand, come say hi. I'm so excited. I'm going to be going to Queenstown. I'm going to be drinking wine. I've got to get out. The only way that I can start the creative process over again to write a whole new stand-up show is to get out in the mean streets of the world and experience some shit. So I'm excited to have a nice little break. I'm excited to spend some time with my husband and then be on the road with the crew all over Australia. And remember, we got another Another show coming up with Netflix is a joke festival. That's going to be in May in LA. I'm probably writing a whole new hour for that. So check that out. And then I'm coming to Kentucky, Salt Lake City, Sacramento, a couple other places. So please get your tickets. We're going to be wrapping this tour. And then you're not going to see me on the road for a hot second unless I'm out trying out new material. So get your tickets at heatherontour.com. Leave your comments on YouTube. Let me know how I'm doing. I'm fighting for my life over here. But I wanted to say... DJ Griffin, call me. I'm ready to come to your house for a weekend and learn. Oh God, I have the hiccups. <laughs> learn how to be a professional DJ. Cause I do think that feeling that rush and that high on stage in Vegas was like nothing I've ever felt before. And you know, I'm either going to start snorting Adderall or, or become a DJ. And I think the latter is safer for my family. I love you. I mean it. Sorry for the short episode this week, but thank you for always tuning in. And I'll see you next week on the Absolutely Not Podcast. Arrivederci. Ciao, Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.